following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah! This, this is Mick Shots, streaming live on DallasCowboys.com and the official Dallas Cowboys app. Now, here are Bill Jones, Everson Walls, and Mickey Spagnola. And it is a Monday here at the Star in Frisco, and we're almost all the way through week one of the National Football League season. Just one more game to go tonight in Vegas as the Raiders take on the Ravens. And, of course, it all began back on Thursday night. We were with you on Friday afternoon. At least two-thirds of of us were were, uh, with you on Friday (laughs) afternoon, live and in person here in the SWBC SWBC Mortgage Studio. Is is that a shot or what? Yeah, it is. Mickey did join us towards the end. And (laughs) news happened Almost as we signed off on a Friday afternoon, all those good feelings about, okay, yeah, they pl- actually played pretty well against the uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And this guy the actually kicked some champs. butt. He kicked butt in the ball game. And then all of a sudden, it was like uh, 2020 started over again. <laughs> a little bit of a gut. like Like the OTAs, right? <laughs> we a lost gut McCoy. Punch. A gut punch, right? Yeah. Yep. And not to start on some... Uh, News we uh, didn't care to hear on Friday afternoon. Let's start with this instead. Everson, how was your weekend? My weekend was great, William. I appreciate you asking. Uh, Grambling lost, so that's not a good thing. Oh, that's not a good thing. No, it's not. Lost to Southern Miss. Uh, They got shut out. But this was that week for those uh, power fives, power fives a... versus the little little bitty guys. You know what I mean? This is when the bullies beat up on the little bitty guys this past weekend. Uh, that my team played Western Carolina. Oh wow! Yeah, that's that what like everybody. I was like a yeah. giant versus a mouse, yeah. right? Yeah, <laughs> Kentucky. Kentucky played one of those little teams yeah, they too. Did. Yeah, 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 yeah. Real but funny. The, the little, who, 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 Mickey, who did your alma mater play? Kentucky. Oh, yeah. okay. But the little mice, they did well. They, both mice did well. Yeah, my my. my my little mouse didn't do anything. Yeah. How'd Missouri do? Uh, they didn't do very well. Okay. All right. We'll move on. 35, <laughs> yeah. 35 28 on the road. Tail between our legs. So not too bad. Yep. Defense got problems. Okay. Hey, I, I still feel if Aaron Rodgers can lose the way he did, then I feel pretty good about Grambling State University. All right. So you have a 50 year uh, anniversary uh, game this week. Uh, that's right. Nebraska comes to Norman. The uh, 50 year anniversary of the game of the century, which was the greatest game ever played, even though my team lost 35 to 31. You know what? That is, when I was a kid, that is when I realized that, you know what? You can actually enjoy a football game and your team doesn't win. And it was mm-hmm. kind of like what happened with the Cowboys the other night. Playing against Tampa Bay, a game that went right down to the wire. One team's got to win, and you feel pretty good about that Cowboys yeah, team. Yeah, but this wasn't game. the same, no, Bill, because you guys were favored. That in was that, that was for our national we were championship. Favored. Yes, it was number one versus number two in the right. country. But getting... I watched. I watched that game. Uh, it was Thanksgiving Day, right? It was. Yep. I uh, I got special dispensation to leave the table to go upstairs at my aunt's house to watch the game. Right. I was the only one. And then my uncles came up because they said, well, Mickey shouldn't sit up there and watch it by himself. They came up there to fall asleep. <laughs> I well, thought they came up there to have a little drink or something, yeah. right? <laughs> and if, if not for a clipping uh, penalty that wasn't called on Johnny Rogers' punt return, it would have been a different verdict. Hey, man, don't sully that punt return. <laughs> 
Come on now. I'm an I'm a Oklahoma fan, too. You can't sully that part with you. I'm were sorry. You, were you old enough to watch the game? <laughs> yeah, I was. Uh, okay. I watched the game. I, was, I watched that game. Yeah. That was an amazing game. Uh-huh. And an amazing punt return. So let's just. Yep. That yeah. one in the big shootout, 1969, Texas and Arkansas. And we had a reprisal of that game, although it went the other way this time. Mm-hmm. Just a little bit. Yes. All right, we move on now yes. to the sad news. Yes. <laughs> so, as of last night or yesterday morning, actually, the agent for Lyle Collins had, in, had uh, expressed that there was still hope, perhaps, that things could get overturned on the five-game suspension. Anything new on that today? I think his uh, his uh, statement was: "We are extremely disappointed okay. in how the NFL has handled this entire matter, from trampling on Mr. Collins' right to prematurely releasing the information, knowing a timely appeal was filed to." intentionally misleading the court at the hearing. Mm-hmm. How about that? He's not happy with them. Mm-hmm. Um, Does he have merit? Sounded like, and when I see people say sources said, well, I'm sure Peter Schaefer's the source, mm-hmm. right? Because probably didn't want to be quoted on stuff uh, since he knows the intimate details of this. But he claims that uh, Lael Collins did not m- test positive for a year uh, but he missed the tests, which in the NFL eyes is a positive if you miss. I think there were seven that came into uh, discussion, uh, and I think they were claiming that— Seven miss? Yes, seven Whoa. misses. And like I said, misses are considered yes. neg- are positive. Uh, he was saying at, those had a lot to do with— uh, so this didn't just happen. It's over the course of the last obviously. year. It's been going yes. on, yes. right? And he's saying a lot of it happened uh, because of COVID-19, the Cowboys having to go home. And being and, in a virtual environment. Yeah. In, here, uh, and he missed the test. Mm-hmm. So I can remember when they first started this stuff, and say you were in phase two of the program, and you were subject to be tested like 10 times a month, which means every three days, basically, right? Uh, If you were on vacation, it was up to you to set up your test. And that has been been part of the NFL drug policy forever. Right. So... So if you're, but if you're quarantining or if you can't exactly. come to the facility, which then is what something do you do? that was not even in the books, yeah. right? When that rule first came up, mm-hmm. it was not even considered at all in regards to any type of pandemic affiliated with the NFL. So what what they're saying, I think what the NFL is saying is that he had a failure to cooperate with the testing or clinical care. You can get, so, but supposedly you're supposed to be now just fine for those, not suspended. So this is ongoing, but I think as of Monday, what's today, September 13th? 13th, yes. We, the Cowboys got to assume he's not playing. So uh, what is the, wh- why is he so different? Have, have, have they had any other issues with any other player, not just on the Cowboys, but on the NFL? In the NFL, who missing tests, missing tests consistently had the same type of consistent problem to where you he never tested positive. That's what they're saying. And so obviously this is just a uh, procedural thing. Exactly. And uh, 
But as is he the only one that falls victim to this? Yeah, I don't. I haven't seen anything. Of course, to, everything is confidential, right? In that, and so it's not like we would get a running tab on right. people and how they're testing. All I know tests. is when it comes to the Cowboys appealing these things, they lose. I, don't, I haven't seen you anybody cleared, right? We can go you back think to Zeke. You think Kraft is back there? <laughs> yeah. Bob Kraft is back there. Do you think maybe the Hall of Fame committee is behind this? <laughs> hey, I would say I yes. Where you're going. I would say yes. I would say yes. <laughs> it's a conspiracy theory. That's right, David. It sure is. <laughs> so I would think at this point, uh, and you know, I'm sure we can discuss that. The other thing is the calf injury to Michael Gallup, and it is a calf injury. I, I not ankle like out. they said no, during the ankle. game. Right. Somebody mentioned, oh, it could be an Achilles. Uh, you know, strain or whatever, tendonitis, but I found out it is a calf, and it's multiple weeks. So when they say multiple weeks, IR. if it's three, then they put them on IR, right? Because you got to miss at least – if you're going to miss three, there's no sense uh, taking up a roster spot. You can put somebody else on the roster. What kind of calf injury can it be to where – Well, I'm sure it's – I long. mean, they'll call it a strain, strain, but it, a strain means there's a tear in the in the muscle. So – and that's not a good thing for a, a speed guy with guy. that kind of speed. Right. He gather you know that's where his strength comes and from. And if you know, you know, the history with the Cowboys trainers is they'll be very conservative. It's like I could remember them telling me when I send the guy back out to play, I don't want him back. So let's wait. So until when you when you hear three to five weeks, and then you have a bye week after that fifth week, and think five. Then huh? I'm thinking it's probably <laughs> yeah. week what the week after the bye before he comes back, which means you get seven weeks before mm-hmm. you have to play right. the game. So uh, that one, I, I it's it's significant, just like Darian Thompson. Yes, that's uh, with extremely a, significant with a hamstring. You know, he was your, he played the most. Darian Thompson played the most special team snaps of anybody in the game. And so he's out multiple weeks, too. Uh, Gallup, uh, okay, you know, you got the other two guys. And Cedric and Wilson. Cedric Wilson, Wilson yeah. played quite a bit Cedric in that But Wilson, what yeah. bothers me is not having Lil Collins and where they go this time around. You guys know my feeling on it, what they you're should sliding, do. You're sliding an all-pro guard out to tackle. I'm not even sliding. <clears throat> I'm pushing them right out there. <laughs> it's a done deal. Right? I think it's a done deal. But and, yeah. I, and, and, and when McCarthy talked about it on Friday, and I understand, he had just found out about the, the suspension and had never and had not had an opportunity to talk with Joe Philbin, the offensive right. line coach, about it. And he's not going to go talk to the media and give his yeah, opinion. Yeah, he's not going to go tell the yeah. Chargers what we're doing, right? right? So the rest of this week, he's going to say, "Well, we got Ty and Secchi and and Terrence Steele. They've been practicing there all training camp. They've been the backups. Uh, so we'll see how that goes during the week." Well, all I got to do is go on DallasCowboys.com. It's already been hinted that that's what's going to happen. That's not a secret to anybody. But, Come on. but I don't know if they'll see. If it was one week, I would think okay, try one of the backups, right? Because now Zach's coming back from uh, his COVID uh, deal, and he hasn't practiced in two weeks. Didn't play in the game. Keep him at guard where he's comfortable. But if it's a five-week thing, as well as Connor McGovern played. On, on uh, Thursday, mm-hmm. he's a better guard than either of those two guys are a tackle. Exactly. Right? And if I'm saying top five, 
well, that's my top five, and he's got to move out. Mm-hmm. Um, so he meaning he meaning Zach. Zach there you go. Yeah. yeah, but we'll see where they go. I mean, I don't know what you guys think about it, but after watching, you know, Terrence Steele has made progress. He's come along. I I get it, uh, but he had a long ways to go. And in Secchi, you know, the best thing that uh, I think uh, what did. Kellen Moore say so. We had the coordinators. Today. Yeah, well, uh, I want to get into that. Kellen Moore said he was uh, big and has experience. This was about Inseki. Yeah. I think okay. I, what does that mean? Means he's. <laughs> well, I mean, it's not a ringing that, endorsement, right? I was going to say it didn't ring in my ears, so I'm trying to figure out what is he trying to say. Or Mickey, not say. Mickey is small and has experience. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to see where you know before before we move on to that. I, I think the Gallup injury, it could be you know somewhat significant because you're talking about really the only downfield threat, right? The well, only they deep can get threat a, that we have. They can get a downfield threat with CD. I think uh, Cedric. It ain't Cedric, the same. Cedric's it ain't the pretty, same. Cedric's pretty fast. Now this kid I, I goes get it. up and they gets are pretty the ball. Fa- yes, right? that's what I mean. They are pretty fast. But Gallup knows how to go deep, and he has yes. been proven. To go deep, we haven't really seen that from any anyone else, unless it's uh, uh, an audible off of a, a press on the line of scrimmage. I'm talking about down the field, the way he, he uh, uh, jammed up Jalen Smith, uh, Jalen Ramsey, uh, when he did the flop move. You don't find many many of them on our kinda team like what without the, right speed down the field. Kind of like what the Chargers have, the, what the Cowboys are going to be. Fa- this would be like. Uh, in a way, as far as your deep threat, the Chargers losing Jalen Guyton, who has been a guy. Now, he, Guyton, Gallup is a lot better, more accomplished no than Guyton, but Guyton provides that threat that's for the right. Chargers. Yeah, that's well, that's, that's the Cowboys' fault. He should be here. Guyton? Yeah. <laughs> He's a North Texas kid from Allen, University of North Texas. How young? How young? You probably think Danny Amendola should still be here, right? <laughs> no, they, but they I should have never I let like, him go. I like fifteen Guyton. years ago. So here's what here's what uh, Kellen Moore said about Titan and Secchi. Smart and tremendous size. He has a feel for the game. Okay. Smart and tremendous size. Th- that's about. Inseki. Yes. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's, that's not bad. That's not bad. Yeah. He sounds like he's ready he sounds for like a cynic over here. Yeah, right? He sounds like he's ready for a him little to get cynical. It almost sounds like he's pushing for him, huh, Bill? <laughs> <laughs> that's what I think. Sounds like he's pushing for him. So tell me how he moves. <laughs> <laughs> well, he moves smartly. Can he? Can he do the Michael Irvin thing? <laughs> what is can you just stand in front of the guy and count to three? <laughs> Did you watch some games Remember, yesterday? That was what he said after that Atlanta game when Chaz Green struggled, and then the backup came in and struggled. And, and Michael, that's when we gave up Michael, like eight eight sacks or yeah, something like that. Yeah. Uh, what five or to six? To one of the guy. Same guy. Yeah. Made his made <laughs> his family's history money right that because he signed and a big contract. We almost had a guy yesterday, Chandler Jones, almost uh, matched the, the same six sacks yesterday. Five, Arizona, right? five yeah. against Tennessee. So Michael basically. We said, well, can't you just stand in front of the guy and count the three? I told Nate that. He goes, yeah, that's Michael Like it's that you. easy, that's, right? Yeah, that's that easy. By the way, you look around the league, and during one game that I was watching yesterday afternoon, their left tackle goes down, a first-round draft pick left tackle goes down for the Cleveland Browns, and all of a sudden Baker Mayfield's not having the same kind of day that yeah. he had the mm-hmm. first three and a half quarters. That's right. And um, so it's a, it, it just underscores the ongoing 
problem in this league if you lose a tackle, and that's what's so aggravating about this situation with Collins. You lose a starting tackle, and there's just not a lot of uh, places to go to replace them. Because actually, those guys played pretty darn well, I thought, for pass protection. I know Dak got sacked the one time, got hit one or two times. but A lot of pressure. For the most, well, you know what they did? Uh, and everybody's like, oh. Waste the money on on Zeke. Go ahead and trade him. You know. Well, I don't well here's that. what happened. Uh, two things. Number one, they came out and played a five-man front. Now they play a three-four defense, but they were putting both yes, defensive did. ends on the line of scrimmage. So they were basically saying, "Okay, if you're going to beat us, you're going to have to throw the ball because we haven't seen other than hard knocks what Dak can do." Right. Yeah. And, and Phil Simms' scouting report yeah, was right. not exactly. glowing either. And, and, and so, and so you he know, must be hurt. They almost, they nearly lost their bet. Right? They came within a minute and twenty-four seconds yeah. from losing their bet. So the base, and then today, Kellen Moore pointed out that they had twenty-eight uh, run plays called, and twelve times. Because of their formation, Dak checked out of That's them right. and threw a pass, and he said they averaged 4.8 yards uh, on those those 12 plays. So that was almost like a run, That's right. basically. And it was probably something real short. And still and quick, very effective. Right? Yeah. yeah. And and try to move the chains. That's right. Get first downs. Keep TB off the field. Which is what we did for the most part. They did. Because yes. he only ended up throwing 50 passes, right? <laughs> Uh, so anyway, and, and, and t- uh, Brady had to do the same thing on the other side. Right, we forced him to do the same thing. Well, and Brady's uh-huh. done that throughout his career. I mean, his short passing game—it's like been a run game for the Patriots. It's just a long handoff. That's they yeah, call it. To James just, White back in, and he just sees things so well. The the the. Was it the touchdown pass to Gronkowski, the yes. one that they blitzed? Yeah. Um, they blitzed Donovan Wilson. So Dan Quinn talked about it. They asked him about that, what was supposed to happen. And he kind of said this and this. And then he said, and it shouldn't have been called, meaning I shouldn't have called the blitz at that time because he read the blitz perfectly. And then they were caught with a defensive end it's a trying to cover and, yes. Gronkowski. And, 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 was, it, was that the one with Basham? No, it was no, no. Demarcus it Lawrence. Was Lex Lawrence. It was, yeah. it was D-Law so all of a, all of a right. sudden, D-Law is in Anthony Brown trail technique yes, with right. Gronk going to From the, the outside, zone. not That's inside. Right. He's right. outside. Which was another good point he made on the 47-yard touchdown pass to Antonio Brown. You know, and, and, and everybody's going to blame Anthony Brown. Because and we should, You're going to take him out. He we said should. He was in. He was in trail coverage. The safety was supposed to be over the top. Tripped. But the other safety he tripped no no the other safety <laughs> the other safety tripped and the so the safety that was supposed to be over the top was covering for the guy that tripped and fell and left Anthony Brown hung out to dry you can't do that well, that's what happened. You, go ask Vince Albright. And right? you can't, you can't trip. Yeah, you can't. Yeah, go ask Vince Albright. You can't trip, and you gotta have a deep. Yeah, you gotta be deep. So that's no what doubt. happened on that play. So that was good clarification because I think everybody but, was ready. But, but oh, Anthony, are you gonna are you gonna bench Anthony Brown? Well, who are you gonna put in there? Kelvin Joseph is on IR. IR. Nashawn Wright not quite ready yet. Mm. I, I don't know who they thought they were gonna put out there. Would but. he be the next choice? 
Uh, I'm sure Calvin read. Joseph would have, but he's I mean, not ready. No, I'm saying considering oh, that. Sean Wright. No, Sean. Would he be the uh, next choice? Well, that or they got to move Maurice Kennedy outside and keep Jordan Lewis in the slot. Um, so, yeah. I, I, I think that, you know, a natural overreaction. At but least, I mean, Kennedy, to answer your question, Kennedy and Lewis obviously have experience. In that situation against Brady, okay, you you don't want to stick a rookie a rookie third round draft pick who everyone said was He's supposed to be right at him. He was going right at him. supposed to be a six round draft pick according yeah. to all the so called experts. I think he's proven that it wasn't that you know it obviously what we saw there is a lot of potential there. But it, the key word is potential. Brady Brady would eat him up. He would, and so, he would definitely talk so you would it would be Kennedy or Lewis. Yeah, you know, and so, you don't want Lewis on the outside. Right. Uh, and Kennedy, we just still haven't seen it on the outside. But he's been in the league for five years. So. Yeah, at least he's got some experience, yeah. right? Um, oh, there was another thing he pointed out. I wanted. This to... is Quinn. Quinn. Oh, it's skip my. I'll, I'll. It'll come back at some point. We were talking about. Oh, I know. He 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 did mention that at some point in the game, they did start having. Uh, Trayvon Diggs follow. I, I don't know if it was Mike Evans. Mike Evans. I, Evans, I, I yeah. think that's what he yeah. what he meant. Yeah, and, and they kind of kept him in check. They, right? they definitely did. Yeah. He was one catch for ten yards until the fourth quarter. He wound up three catches for twenty six yards Very or something minimal, like that. Minimal yeah. output. But what what, I, what you saw was not only the man 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 to man kept him in check, but our zone defense was extremely reactive. Very good at. Anticipating the throws, had two huge knockdowns. Right, one by Lewis. I can't remember who did who made the other one, but they distracted and frustrated Evans all night long. And I got to give Dick some credit on that. Yes, they just didn't get enough pressure on Brady. Right, that was the bottom line. And he said we got to do better. He said we had some opportunities, meaning a seven-step drop. Uh, and they they didn't get there. And he goes, we got to get there. We got one of the get biggest better. no plays was the Parsons. Uh, Almost interception. Yes, that that could have been a pick six or at least uh, a turnover. I think the, the the receiver, the running back, probably would have tried to tackle Parsons. Probably would have because they were right close to each other. But that turnover would have been huge. Yeah, you throw him from your butt. You know what I mean? And you complete that pass. But he had they the no sacks, two quarterback hits. It's just not enough pressure. Because mm-hmm. you notice when they did kind of get in his face a little bit. They, he had problems yeah. like any other quarterback. Well, with Brady, that's pretty much what you're gonna get. You're not gonna sack him very much. Now, if you if you're gonna sack him, the coverage has to be perfect in the secondary, mm-hmm. because if he sees an opening, he's going to go for that opening. It may not be a completion, but it won't be a sack. So you have to make him eat the ball by good coverage first. I mean, no chance down the field, and he will eat that. Yeah. They, so, he always has an outlet. Yeah, you know. Yeah, if you cover those outlets, and, then and, he's in trouble, like anybody else. And sometimes that outlet happens to be a future Hall of Fame tight end yep. who's blocking, yep. and they're on the same page. Where which, by the way, was releases. a very smart release. Mm-hmm. He backs up as if he's blocking. He gives a, 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 a retreating stance as soon as he sees uh, D. Law go going almost a rush position, mm-hmm. even though. He was supposed to stay man-to-man. He was not supposed to blitz on that. So you have to immediately 
slide inside. But a, you, a defensive lineman doesn't know that. You tell, unless a coach tells him. Which that. You tell me. It, it, that that would be. I'm assuming that would. That's a read for a tight end who who maybe he is supposed to be in blocking. He sees Donovan Wilson blitzing, and he and the quarterback are on the same that's page. That's exactly what happened. Bill. He, he sees it. That's and exactly he, so what he happened. knows. He releases. That's Brady exactly knows the same thing. It's just like a wide receiver reading a blitz. They do that. They that, did that all the, the time in New England. That's yeah. exactly what happened. Right. And, 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 the and that's no secret, Bill. That's the right. thing. It's no secret. So that should have been also brought out in coach. If, if you're blitzing, then you have to stay. I'm at sure home. Out of all the blitzing yeah. play, uh, they went in, in in practice. Or you you that occupy the time. You you're blitzing. The you're not. This rushing. is gonna happen. Right? This is gonna happen. And He's he didn't need this. the quarterback to wink at him and go, okay, right, this right. guy's And the quarterback is not gonna be going outside, and you're not gonna lose outside leverage on Tom Brady. Right. And so and and so you're locked up with that tight end, regardless. You know? Yeah. So, yeah. Right. Now, what position you want to put him in, that would minimize your damage because you just don't want him to be able to go. There's no no one between he and the receiver as long as you're outside. Because the linebackers were taken up with other things Everybody's going gone. on. Everybody's right? gone. The yeah. inside is your danger. The inside is your danger spot. Yeah. yeah. Um, the other thing came out from – did we talk about Zerline or was that off No, the we air? haven't. That was – be- before we came, yeah, yeah, there. Bill's yeah. got a lot of stuff. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> fossil, fossil, fossil ba- basically pointed out that um, Zerline's miss from thirty-one and the extra point—it it didn't come. For, he he insisted it didn't come from a lack of work in training camp. He just missed it. I, I, I don't believe that, but. I don't believe it. Oh, sounds I know like you Everett, don't need Sounds to. like Everson's got a lot to say. <laughs> I do. I think we all do. Uh, Spags is really trying to be nice over here, but come on, man. This is No, you he, he should be able to make it left footed from thirty one. <laughs> I agree. I, I think, thought, he, I you think he's gonna be fine, but he still shouldn't have missed it. I think I thought I saw that happen. I think I don't remember if it was a college game or what, but the snap came in low for the extra point and it came in flat and when the guy went to pick it up. He didn't get it perfect, and he picked it up and aborted. What I've learned from the kickers is even if the ball Doesn't is laying matter. flat on just, the ground, do, it's an extra just, point. Right. Just let me kick it, let right? Me kick it. Sounds so, like sounds like Mickey thinks that Greg the Leg, <laughs> his nickname should be Greg the Legs. He, he ought to be able to kick with either foot. It well, doesn't matter. Just make the thirty-one yarder. That's all I got to say. And and then then the other part is I heard criticism. Because after that, they had three kickoffs that didn't make it into the end zone. Mm-hmm. That was by design. They were. They, yes, he said true. we were they, trying they to wanted, compete. They, they wanted to see if they could return it 40 yards. <laughs> they wanted to see if they could t- get them inside, inside the 25. And uh, they we, did what it was the, the answer? Time. They did it. The, they did it the first time, and they didn't do it the next time. Two, three, four times. So yeah. Foss, Fossil Jeez. took responsibility for that. <laughs> and, he, and, he, and he said one, one, when he went back and looked at it, and he said, I thought I saw it, but he goes, the guys I had playing special teams, basically those units were the first time those 11 were on all those special teams units because of the way they play preseason right. games, right. right? And he said, I could see in that fourth quarter the guys were getting tired. I should have just told them to bang it into the end zone, not try to get cute and mm-hmm. try to get them inside the 20. They weren't too tired to play the last play of the game, though, the special teams unit. Which is another thing he talked about. <laughs> he said he's had 
He's carried that card for that play for like four or five years to a game, and he's never had to use it. He said, but it just so happened that uh, on Wednesday, they actually practiced two plays, and he goes, and, and they that, broke it for a touchdown. And that one came up. He goes, and we actually worked on it on our walkthrough mm-hmm. in the ballroom on Thursday. He said, all the years that I've had that, it never came up, and this was the first time. So what he did was they basically put the punt return team out there. So all the guys that would be on punt return were out on that play, and the first guy, Pollard, was supposed to at least get, um, what did he say, to 20 yards get upfield, 20 yards upfield, 15, 20, and then pitch it back and then start the, the little deal going. Yeah. And he said, I, th- I think they ruled him down like he didn't pitch it soon enough. It was supposed to go to C- Cedric Wilson, and then he was supposed to go. Well, to, it wound up a, a fumble, basically. Yeah, basically. Most of them do. And, right, and yeah. because or a forward uh, pass. Yeah, most of them do. But even if it goes backwards, but if it's deemed a fumble and it's recovered by the offensive player, it can only be recovered by, by a, the guy that fumbled, the it, guy right. that fumbled ah, it. And so it has to be a... a and, and he said the other, uh, the other objective in it, he goes, you never know when you start doing that, you get a penalty. You know, maybe a face, a face mask, mask or something, the, and you get an untimed play after it, and you, maybe you can get it to the fifty yard right. line. That is why that goal. is why I was yelling at the TV in the press the box yard. saying you gotta throw it downfield and hope for a pass interference mm-hmm. penalty. Yeah. But to that point, yes, you can go twenty yard Pollard could go down twenty yards downfield and if someone on the other team is dumb enough to grab his face mask, then you get an extra fifteen yards and then you're in field goal range and right. get the untimed down. So it's the same principle. Because how often do you ever see them call pass interference on a Hail Mary? Yeah. I also, think the big guys, question is the big question is why didn't they throw the Hail Hail Mary? Yeah. No, no, but you have to be careful on that field goal because if he returns that, you got issues. Well, New, I, I was going to say New England. Oh, Tampa, you're talking about the 60-yarder at the I'm end of the half. Tampa yeah. Bay almost right. had issues when yeah. they tried theirs. Ooh, yeah. Right? Well, that was an interception. Because you know what? Yeah, it ended up being an interception. Mm-hmm. But I'll tell you what, if if he had slowed down just a little bit. One block. Get no, out of that. No, that was the block ahead of him. Didn't get it. Went forward. He should have looked to the side. To his right. That's where the big line, offensive lineman came from. But the clump came. Yeah. And, and he got tripped. Yeah. Basically. Well, but we're, just think, when that started off, and you're looking and you're going, oh. It was very heads up. It was very heads out. up. Because the only guys back there are the big old very heads offensive linemen. Very heads up. I, Mickey, lo- I love that. I love the attitude in, in that play. You Mickey, know, you've done a horrible job keeping up with the clock on this show. Uh, we're way past. <laughs> you're in <laughs> charge. <laughs> so, so, are we supposed to take a break? <laughs> We were about 15 minutes ago. 15 minutes ago. And so here's a break, and we'll be back with much more from Mickey in a moment. Uh, Big news. Gary, are you okay? Oh, I'm not Gary anymore. I'm Jackie Flash. What? See, I want the latest smartphone, but the best deals are only for new customers. So to get a new customer deal, I changed my name to Jackie Flash. Okay, but the best smartphone deals at AT AT&T are for everyone, new and existing customers. That's huge. Then guess who's getting a deal? Is it Jackie Flash? Jackie Flash. It's not complicated. At AT&T, our best smartphone deals are for everyone. Restrictions apply. Visit att.com for details. The Cowboys Way, where 16 Hall of Famers and five championships shows us what success looks like. Where turkey is always the second best part of Thanksgiving Day. 
where we are all defined by one single thing, the star. Where we as fans know it's our job to keep the tradition going. Bank of America is proud to be the official bank of the Dallas Cowboys and to support the quest of living life the Cowboys way. Copyright 2020, Bank of America Corporation. Hey, Cowboys fans, ready to spice up your next watch party? Bring Yokiero guacamole and be the game day hero. Yokiero means I want, and we know you want, great, fresh-tasting, ready-to-serve guacamole for your home-gating and tailgating events. Made with real avocados and the perfect blend of spices, it will be the star of any party. You can find us at your local Albertsons or Tom Thumb in the deli section. If you can't find it, talk to your store manager and tell them, Yokiero, Yokiero guacamole. It's game day. You know what that means. First, kebab prep. Steak, pepper, onion, steak, pepper, onion. Next, a counterclockwise lap around the room. Now, the lucky grease-stained jersey goes on. And lastly, the dance. You know the one. This is a game day ritual no matter where you are. Whether you're traveling to the game or watching from your favorite vacation spot, book a place to stay on Hotels.com and keep the tradition alive and well. Hotels.com, proud partner of the Dallas Cowboys. Back, back, back to Mick Shots. Check out the new Miller Lighthouse located outside AT&T Stadium where Dallas Cowboys game day traditions are born. Enjoy yard games, Dallas Cowboys cheerleaders performances, beer gardens, and more. For more information, visit attstadium.com slash Miller Lighthouse. Miller Lighthouse, your tailgate just got jealous. <laughs> Is that what it says? That's what it says. That's pretty cool. What we like mean? that. I've, I've been reading that for I, it two don't weeks. Sound the so same when he, you say he said I, I heard it. You say it is like drones, just uh, but when he said it like uh, the inflection, you know, just kind of got me, you know. All right, it's time now for a Monday version of mix shots. So one of my takeaways from yesterday, after the Cowboys uh, 31-29 loss, let it finish. Um, was the fact that uh, mm-hmm. if you're going to win in this league, mm-hmm. you better score some points. I see you were 12 teams scored at least 28 points. Bill, if you want to double check that and count them up. Okay. Well, Dallas would be one of those. Not teams. just that, but well, uh, and the, Tampa the, Bay. That's the three hundred yard passers. Yes, all those guys. There was a bunch of them yesterday, and I think everybody, all but two teams, the Cowboys were one of them, got beat. That scored at least twenty eight points. So there was a lot of points being scored in this league. Interesting. The first week of the season, and I thought defenses were supposed to be ahead of the offense. That's right. That's and right. You can throw two more teams in there that scored twenty uh, three. Uh, two more teams that scored twenty seven points. So we can so get to fourteen. Wonder... Huh? Almost half the league scored twenty seven or more points. So uh, you better score mm. if you want to win. And you know when you look at it, we're I, we're continuing a pattern. Even though defense played better, the pattern is still there. Mistakes made, not just from the players, but from the coaching as well. Um, 400-yard passing, defense still couldn't hold. And and as much as I'm, I'm in, intrigued and, and even more optimistic about what our defense is doing, when you look at it, we're still just a continuation of uh, pre-DAC injury. You know, we're still looking at 
watermelon, watermelon onside kicks and all of that to, to win a game. We're looking yep. at superlatives just to stay in games. And that is not a good pattern that you want to keep. So Dan Quinn still got it, work to do. Got work to do. Thank you for that. All right. Thank and you. we're back with more mix shots. <laughs> we'll go around the league when we come back in a moment. <laughs> At Smoothie King, we are blending goodness to fuel your greatness. Every blend is crafted to help you achieve your health and fitness goals. Smoothie King uses only whole fruits and organic veggies. You'll never find sugary syrups or artificial flavors, colors, or preservatives. And unlike some other smoothie places, there are zero grams of added sugar in many of our blends. Smoothie King is proud to be the official smoothie of the Dallas Cowboys. Place your order in the app or online for pickup or delivery. Smoothie King, rule the day. Hey, Cowboys fans, ready to spice up your next watch party? Bring Yokiero guacamole and be the game day hero. Yokiero means I want, and we know you want, great, fresh-tasting, ready-to-serve guacamole for your home-gating and tailgating events. Made with real avocados and the perfect blend of spices, it will be the star of any party. You can find us at your local Albertsons or Tom Thumb in the deli section. If you can't find it, talk to your store manager and tell them, Yokiero, Yokiero guacamole. The Cowboys way, where 16 Hall of Famers and five championships shows us what success looks like. Where turkey is always the second best part of Thanksgiving Day. Where we are all defined by one single thing, the star. Where we as fans know it's our job to keep the tradition going. Bank of America is proud to be the official bank of the Dallas Cowboys and to support the quest of living life the Cowboys way. Copyright 2020, Bank of America Corporation. Hi, I'm Clint Tillerson with United Ag and Turf. Before you can park yourself in front of the game, park yourself in a John Deere and power through your chores. Our Land Run Package is a 1025R, 25-horsepower tractor with a loader, rotary cutter, and a box blade for $229 a month. And the price you see is the price you'll pay. No surprises. So don't miss another kickoff. Visit unitedagandturf.com. Offer ends February 1st, 2021. Restrictions apply. See dealer for details. Now let's get to work. Back, back, back to mixed shots. Does your Cowboys fandom go beyond the game? The NFL Fan of the Year contest presented by Captain Morgan is back, and we're relaunching the search for one extraordinary Cowboys fan who is a positive influence and inspires others through their love of the game. Nominate yourself or others for the chance to win a trip to Super Bowl 56 in Los Angeles. Nominate today at DallasCowboys.com slash Fan of the Year. And this week, yes, on Sunday afternoon, the Cowboys will have their dress rehearsal game for Super Bowl 56 (laughs) in that stadium. SoFi Stadium in Los Angeles against the Chargers. Could this be a Super Bowl preview, Everson? It could be, sir. And okay. I love the way you read. I love the way you read. It just picks me up, picks my spirit up. Did you watch the Rams and the Bears in that stadium last oh, night? I did. Okay, what do you think of the atmosphere with fans in the stands there? Pretty impressive, it really huh? was. And you know the Cowboys. Now, the interesting thing. Will the Chargers char- have that many yeah, fans? Yeah, and how many of those fans will be Cowboys fans yeah, in Southern California? A bunch. As long as they didn't screw with the single-game ticket policy well i think they have a don't they have to be vaccinated or something is that is that uh stadium under california law i, I don't so to speak I don't think because they're serious that. Out there. i think their mask maybe 
They are mandated. serious out there. When when I tell yeah. over ten thousand people, I so think. you're <clears throat> thinking not as many Cowboys fans would be vaccinated to go to the game. I'm hoping they are. Okay. <laughs> That's what I'm hoping. Okay. I'm hoping they are, so that they can get in, so that we can hear some get some butts in the seats there for our team. <laughs> well, so you know when they so that would be incentive to get vaccinated. That's incentive to get vaccinated. To get yes. the stadium. Several <laughs> moons ago, when they opened the season with the Chargers in San Diego. Mm-hmm. Uh, they put a two-ticket single-game uh, mandate on that game. If you bought one to the Cowboys game, you had to buy one more. Hmm. So, because they were trying to discourage Cowboy fans from taking over. <laughs> oh wow, San Diego. <laughs> yeah, and they would too, because that would, the Chargers were down then, and they didn't want a Cowboy home atmosphere the way they saw in preseason games. Every t- remember every time we do the pregame show out on the field, it was all Cowboy fans there in the stadium early. I think Cowboys fans would go for that if you you were paying for this game and the Super Bowl. Oh, okay. <laughs> Very good. Now, one ticket to this right. game and one ticket to the Super Bowl. Yeah. Very good. Very good. <laughs> well, now, uh, just you know, on a side note, I believe California has the most Cowboy fans, registered Cowboy fans, than any state in the Union. Or maybe other than here. Other than Texas. Oh, of course. Yeah. Other yeah. than Texas, yeah. yes. No, no I can no, see that. right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. we've seen it before. Mm-hmm. Like when they played that playoff game mm-hmm. uh, at L.A. Coliseum yes. Yes. against the Rams, there was a lot of Cowboy fans uh, at that game. Somehow, some way, they got tickets. Okay, anything else catch you from Sunday's games in our last few minutes yeah, there here? there was... Uh, well, oh. one, one thing that catches you is Philadelphia's in first place in the division. After playing against what kind of team was that, Mickey? Atlanta. Oh. Mm. <laughs> it was hard to watch. It really was. I mean, it was just they, the first two times they had the ball, they drove right down the field and then they kicked field goals, which continues to support my theory the more field goals you get, <laughs> the closer you are to losing. I like that. And I you know really what? Dirt. And that happened to the Cowboys, right? Because yep. they kicked too many field goals in that game, which brought up – I know you wanted to go to the NFC East, but uh, it was one of the things Kellen Moore uh, talked about, uh, their problems in the red zone. They were one of four. You've you got to do better yeah, than that. You of course. got to do better than that. That was the reason we lost as well. That, and that was a very good reason why we lost. We're like first I told in eight. You. We're first in eight. Yes, and right? they kicked the On field the goal. And which was the play that was most aggravating? The in third the red down. Zone. <laughs> the third down. No, it was the second down uh, play option pitch to Zeke. That Jarwin, I thought that was third down. I'm sorry. Was it third? Was, I, I thought it was second. Because he, he missed. Uh, he, I think he hit. Well, I'm so confused at the, uh, the many times they were down there and didn't score. I thought that was when he missed Wilson in the end zone or didn't see Wilson in the end zone through late to Zeke. Out uh, and you no, got to like the. No, he's no, talking no. about going to the left. Uh, going, going to the left. Yes. The pitch out to Zeke. No, what I'm saying is, I and thought that play preceded. Play, no, that was the next play. Gotcha. The play to Zeke when he let there he waited go. too long there to throw go. it. Um, and it was uh, it was a third and goal and a Zeke uh, one yard loss. Andrew that was Adams pitch. came up and Blake Jarwin didn't get the block. Yeah, on. if they get the block, and he mentioned it, you know, somebody said something about should Zeke have done anything differently, and he kind of hemmed and hawed, and then he mentioned Jarwin, yeah. uh, Kellen Moore. Okay, and, and and that's the key there. If he gets the block, it's a walk in touchdown. I love my dude, man. Yeah, but God, he has problems blocking. Yeah, he is really, and it's not. 
is not lack. He's not lack of will. His footwork is just so bad. He gets beat immediately at the line of scrimmage. It's almost like he wants to lunge instead of lunging uh, 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 with leverage. He has no leverage when he makes contact with the guy, and they just swim and, over And the, the guy wasn't right on him. It was in space, and he just needed to kind of get in his way, just screen him off. And he right? can't. He, he never does. And even if he, even if, and the safety got outside leverage on it, and even right. so, even if he kicks him out to right. the sideline, let him go and out Zeke there. can cut up field. Uh, he was going to get to the end zone. There. Yeah, he it, completely got on the other side. It was it, a it, bad as it happened sequence, right? As it happened, I thought. It almost appeared that he was afraid he was going to get a holding call. You know, if he well, that's kind of engaged. how he blocks. He seems yeah. like he's afraid of get, getting a call every time. And, and, and a lot of times they will call that on an outside <laughs> run. You know, uh, where if you engage with it, and so you you, you got to be assertive out there is what I understand. So, I mean, you know, and, and one thing I learned from Witten, um, you don't have to be like a smash in the mouth blocker you just got to learn to screen positioning it's positioning the guy off it's right positioning yeah just that's get your body there right yes. and, and that's all and it's got to be strategic so if you're going to get in his way there's a right. certain way okay if he goes this way this is the best case scenario for us this way no not so much so you got to know that as a play before the play even starts you have to know where you're going to be you need to be strong initially and give your running back the best chance you can. And then the next play, when it was third and goal uh, at the two, oh, that was the that, that was, was third, the third and goal. goal. That was the third. play before that, he had Zeke and he waited too long. Yeah, he had, he had Wilson, and then he had Wilson in the yeah, back. But yeah. he went to Zeke. Zeke then, probably would have been easy. And he caught the ball too close to the sideline. He couldn't get himself. If he gives it to around. him, by the way, and not wait on that, wait on Wilson. That's a touchdown. They just got to be better in the red zone, and those were to execute. Not the play calls were good, right? The yes. play call on that pitch. What I saw that, and I'm going, oh, mm-hmm. and then he didn't get the block. Just got to get the block. Yeah, but you got to be better than one of four in the red zone. Just got to be better, and that was zero for one uh, in goal to goal situations too. By the way, so you look at the consistency or inconsistency of the Cowboys from last year, maybe even two years ago to this year. Got the same problem. And I talked about it. We need three facets of the game, I said. Offense, defense, special teams. And not we have to stop hurting ourselves with key penalties in important situations. Or it giving up so a 40-yard kickoff return. It happens so many times. hands them uh, a field goal, right? Yeah. And I did, is that what happened after that? I don't remember. Uh, after the 40-yard uh, return. If, if it, that's just like handing them the field goal. All they need is like two, what, two first downs, and they're kind of in field goal range, right? We need, we need all of this team. We need every bit of this team to win. And I, I, they need to practice that way, and they need to think that way in the ball game. Everyone is key on this team. Every moment is key. Any penalty that you may, may uh, commit, if it comes from bad technique or not knowing what you're doing, you got to shore that up because these are important penalties. And they, when you're playing against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers or any team down the line, you cannot hurt yourself. It's hard enough playing against the guys on the other side of the field. And uh, the, the kickoff return you're referring to, Mickey, was with 3.17 left in the second quarter. Cowboys had just taken the lead 16-14, to 14, and Mickens returned it out to the 43-yard line. And two plays later, 
Antonio Brown was in the end zone with a 47-yard touchdown catch, and Tampa Bay was back on top. There you go. Cowboys had the lead for all of about uh, 39 seconds. And I think at that point I wrote down in my my notes here that – Brady was 13 of 18 for 213 yards and three touchdowns already, and it hadn't been halftime. And Antonio Brown had caught four passes for 118 yards and one touchdown. Sounds familiar. Hmm. As optimistic as we are, sounds familiar. So... um, it makes a difference who you're going up against, too, though. Obviously, Brady yep. and Antonio Brown is also headed to the Hall of Fame. I mean, he is one season away. He's actually two. I looked him up before the game as his numbers. He is two seasons away. If he stays healthy the next two years uh, from being a top five receiver all time in terms of number of catches. So, but, and it's a big question whether he stays just got the score because yep. you you almost Out got of trouble. You almost got yeah. a, and <laughs> I exactly. I, I let it trail off. He stays, stays, stays domestic. I was going to say stays, 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 say stays eligible. <laughs> right, there you go. I mean, if, if you if, I hear you, if, if you think if you think about it, they got a they got a push in the quarterback game, right? <laughs> Dak and Tom Brady yeah. kind of canceled each other out with their numbers. Mm-hmm. They got a push in the running game because they only ran for 52 yards. The Cowboys ran for 60, by the way. Mm-hmm. It comes back to the kicker and again. And it came back to four points from the kicker. That's the kicker. And how much confidence did the Bucks have in their kicker? Quite I mean, a bit when yeah. they sent them out. For, I mean, and they're just sitting down there. As soon as they got down to we're gonna the 18 yard the line, that's right? what they did. They just right. Trying anything, just throwing the ball. You know, that down. that reminded me <laughs> of uh, training camp in San Antonio with Parcells, uh, Quincy Carter, and they were practicing kind of the same thing, like last play of the game, and so the idea was for Carter to drop back and throw it down the sideline as far as he could out of bounds to drain the last five seconds. If you throw it high enough, by the time it comes down, game's over. So they did it, and all the people in the stand started booing (laughs) because the pass was so far away from whoever could catch it. Well, he was was coached, right? He He was being coachable. That's right. They didn't understand what they were doing, and that's what Brady basically did. Oh, he was throwing it all But but you have to make sure there's a receiver there so you don't get penalized. Well, that's why he just threw it to the side. Yeah. Because that's where they Because the guy was basically yeah, standing right there. there. All right. I had to do is throw exactly. it. I think he drained probably five seconds each time he threw it. <laughs> he probably hurt somebody in the stands, too. Yeah. <laughs> ask, ask Baker Mayfield how tough it is to throw the ball away out of, out of bounds <laughs> after yesterday. Yeah, you're right. All right. Okay. That, that does it to uh, for save some for tomorrow, mix man. shots. Yep. <laughs> for the rest of the week, too. Yeah. We'll be back again tomorrow at 1.30 for another edition of Mix Shots. Oh, I like the Cowboys. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys?